The Productive Woman, Episode 5. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I'm going to be continuing a short series on goal setting. We started in episode four talking about setting goals that matter. This week, I'll be talking about a step-by-step process for setting goals. I'll also share my tip of the week, which is uh, giving your mind a break and not relying on your memory, and my tool of the week, which is a great little app called Drafts. So let's get right into it, starting with the tip of the week. Don't rely on your memory. Uh, Trying to remember things, even little things, uses energy and attention that can disturb your focus and therefore your productivity. Uh, There's lots of research about uh, this idea of of when we're carrying a lot of things around in our mind, it makes it harder and harder to focus uh, because these things add up. So the better practice, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, is to write things down when you think of them. Uh, something you need to remember to do, you need to remember to pick up at this, when you're out running errands, uh, something you need to remember to tell somebody. All these little things, if you're always worrying about forgetting something, uh, like I said, it adds up. And so write it down. And uh, you want to make it easy for yourself to write things down when you think of them so that you don't have to worry about forgetting. So I suggest that you keep a small notebook or even some three by five cards in your purse or your pocket, or you can use an app in your phone to jot these things down. But one way or the other, write it down and let your brain focus on those things that really matter. The thing, the, 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 whatever is in front of you at the time, instead of trying to remember things that need to happen later. This segues into my tool of the week, which is an app called drafts. Drafts is an app for iOS that is you know, Apple devices, iPhone, iPad. It does one thing and it does it very, very well. Um, every time you open it, basically, you have a blank note to write down or you know, type down whatever you have in mind. And you know, on the iPhone, you've got uh, the ability to even dictate into it. But you don't have to navigate through folders or pull up something to type into. Simply Tap the app to open it up, and it comes up with a blank slate for you to write whatever it is you need to write down. I, I just love this app. I keep it on the you know the home page of my uh, my iPhone, and um, use it all the time. What's really cool about it is you um, you can type in whatever it is or dictate in whatever it is you want to remember, and then close the app, and it'll be stored until you're ready to do something about it. Or you can either then or later um, send it wherever it needs to go. If it's um, a a message you need to send to somebody, you tap a button and it'll send it as a text or an email. Uh, If it's something you need to remember, an appointment you need to remember, you can send it to your calendar. You can send it a task to your task manager. There's just lots of things that you can do that are built into this app little ways of sending whatever you've tapped down or typed down to um, where it needs to be. But it's just really a cool app that I use constantly, pretty much every day. 
Um, it's only available for iOS and, and uh, you know, that's kind of too bad. But there are alternative apps for similar kinds of things for Android devices. And I've got a link in the show notes for a website that kind of compares some different options and uh, gives you some ideas of things to try. It tells a little bit more about uh, drafts as well. So write things down, give your memory a break and um, drafts as the tool of the week. So I hope that's helpful to you. Let me know what you think. Um, as a reminder, the show notes can be found by going to theproductivewoman.com. Look for episode five, and you'll find all the various links and things there. Okay, so let's um, get right into the main uh, topic of the week, which is this step-by-step process for setting goals. In episode two if you've been following along, we talked about seeing the big picture and developing uh, an understanding or kind of the life principles that should guide our decisions about how to use our time and resources. And, um, you know, there's no, as we said back then, there's not a right or wrong, there's not a set of life principles, but it's that process was about understanding what matters to you individually. And, um, you know, developing those principles to guide you, the the big picture kinds of things. Then in episode four, we started talking about goal setting, and we looked at what a goal is and what the criteria are for a good goal. This week, now we're going to continue the process or continue the discussion by looking at a process for identifying and choosing the goals that we're going to focus our time and attention on. And Setting goals is not the end game. It's not the um, the purpose, or you know what we're it, setting goals is a tool to help us build the life that we want, accomplish the things that we care about. So it's something that helps motivate us and focus our time and our attention on the things that we care about, so that we're not um, um, you know spinning our wheels. So. It's not about picking random activities, no matter how worthwhile those activities might be. The idea is to focus our resources, our time, our energy, our attention, our money, whatever, on putting our um, priorities into practice, ordering our days in such a way that we're accomplished the things that reflect our values and our priorities and those guiding principles that we've talked about. I I think of you know when I'm setting up this this concept of of a process for setting goals I think in terms of first setting goals in for the longer term big steps towards achieving my objectives and and living out my my priorities and then working my way back from that long term goal um back to the present to create interim and near-term goals as smaller steps in the direction. Because, you know, the old thing about how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? The the elephant is the objectives and the big picture long-term goals. Uh, the bites are the steps we take to get there. So what's the process? This is kind of what I follow. Again, no right or wrong. This is for what it's worth. Uh, this is how I sort of take this process one step at a time. First step is to choose a time or maybe a series of times when you can spend an hour or two 
relatively undisturbed and focus on this task because it takes some thought if you're really going to be worthwhile and productive about it. And um, I like to do this during the week between Christmas and New Year's. Usually, um, as my day job, I'm a real estate lawyer, and usually it's pretty quiet and I'm not working as long hours. Uh, Historically, I've taken, you know, some time off during that week. Um, So there's, and I'm, I'm prone to look ahead at that point to be kind of looking back to see how the think about how the year that's just ending has gone and looking forward to what I want to accomplish in the coming year. Uh, so that's a good time for me to start this process, but you, you can start anytime. You can start your new year anytime you want to. You don't have to wait till till December to to start setting long-term goals. There's a, a writer and a productivity specialist named Mike Vardy who has actually written a book on that called The Front Nine, How to Start the Year You Want Anytime You Want. Um, and it's a really good book. I'll put a link in the show notes to where you can get it from Amazon. Um, so pick a time. Uh, you know, if you do it, look a year ahead, then you're going to schedule a time every few months to kind of review and update. But Starting for now, whenever it is, you're going to pick that time when you've got an hour or two that you can devote to this. Gather just a few materials, uh, a notebook and a pen. You can do it on your computer, but I actually, as much as a, a geek and you know computer head I, as I am, for this process, I really like uh, pen and paper. It, there's just something about it that Um, is a little more free-flowing for me uh, for this particular process, but whatever works for you. Have your calendar handy, and I would say, you know, have a a beverage of choice, and have your notes from the session where you identified your roles, relationships, guiding principles. If you went through that process that we talked about in episode two, have, have those notes with you. So you've chosen the time, you've gathered your materials, and um, the first thing I would do is is spend a few minutes, you know, praying or meditating or whatever it is that you do to kind of calm your mind and get yourself uh, calm, centered, and focused. And then take a few minutes to review those notes from the the guiding principles session, um, where you are looking at your priorities, the areas of your life that you've identified as important. During that session, if you did that process, you should have identified some objectives in each area. That's that big picture. What's the difference between where you are today and where you want to be? Things that you want to become or accomplish. Uh, Examples might be, you know, get healthier or get in better shape or write a book or find a new job or improve your relationship with your husband or your children or you know, anything like that. Those are those um, big picture objectives that you want to um, improve, you know, areas that you want to improve your life. Okay, so you spend a couple minutes doing that, thinking about those things. Then um, look at your calendar, get a sense of, and, and, and for purposes of this, you know, this ep- episode discussion, let's let's think in terms of we're going to start with Uh, setting goals for the year. We'll look ahead for the next six to 12 months at what you've got on your calendar. If you've got, you know, what kind of commitments you have, what, um, 
what things are on your schedule that can't be moved and that you're going to have to accommodate and think about the amount of time you realistically have to devote to pursuing new goals. You want to have that in mind for uh, before you start deciding what you're going to focus on. Okay, so then consider those objectives again. And each of those roles or relationships that we talked about in episode two, where do you want to be a year from now or whatever time frame you've chosen? And start narrowing it down. So long-term, you want to get healthier. Where do you want to be a year from now? And, and, and what does being healthier mean to you? Does it mean getting your blood pressure down? Does it mean losing weight? I, I'm going to use l- losing weight um, as an example just because it's, it's kind of easy to quantify. And so say that a year from now, you want to have lost 25 pounds. Okay, and be able to perhaps run two miles. That's 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 achievable probably. But anyway, so that's where you want to be a year from now. If that's a goal that you're going to set for a year, remember we want to convert that into the form of a smart goal. And remember from episode four, we talked about smart goals are specific, measurable, attainable realistic and time bound. So, you know, by such and such date, I will have lost 25 pounds uh, or have be able to run, you know, by such and such date a year from now, I will run in a, in a 5k. Uh, Maybe that's something you want to be able to do as a goal. Write it in the positive instead of the negative. When we're setting goals, we want to work for what you want, not what you want to leave behind. So don't, you know, really try to frame it in a positive way, the positive result that you want. Okay, so if our goal is to, say, have lost 25 pounds by the whatever date, I, I'm recording this in Uh, early August of 2014. So say by July 1 of 2015, I want to have lost 25 pounds. All right. So, and and you're going to do this in each of the various areas, but now for each area for that, so we'll start with the having lost 25 pounds, brainstorm the steps you're going to need to take to get the outcome you want. And break that long-term goal into smaller pieces. So if it's 25 pounds a year from now, we're going to say, I want to be losing two pounds a month. That's roughly going to be roughly 25 pounds. And set those benchmark deadlines. So you're calculating backwards from your target. Um, So to get to outcome X by date Y, I need to accomplish such and such by this date. And you're writing these things down as you go along. So uh, again, you're going to do this in each of the areas that you have set priorities in or that you have objectives for, whether it's personal or health or your relationships with your husband or your children or your job or you know, writing a book. You can do the same process for each of those. If I want to have completed... 
a, a novel by 12 months from now, then, you know, what are the steps I need to get there? I need to come up with an idea. I need to um, brainstorm an outline for it or, you know, chapter titles or come up with characters. or And then I need to write X pages per month, per week, per day, however you want to do that. But you start with what's the long-term goal. And, you know, lo- there are longer terms than a year, but for purposes of this conversation, we're going to talk about a year. What are the steps I have to take to get from here to there? And, you, you know, write those, write those things down. Now, you've brainstormed these ideas in, you've come up with the yearly goal and the steps to get there in, in whichever areas you want to focus on. Now, maybe walk away for a little while, come back to it in another session, read through this list, and you may have, you know, you've probably come up with, you know, a dozen or more ideas of goals that you, that you could work toward. Take a break, come back and look at it, read through it, and look at your calendar again and think about which of the goals in this brainstormed list do you have the resources available to pursue now? And by resources, I mean the time, the energy, the enthusiasm, the money, the support, whatever it is you would need to uh, accomplish your goals. Which ones are you most enthusiastic about? Which ones do you feel the most excited about? Which ones realistically are you going to have the time to focus on? And choose no more than three to five goals to focus on at any time. Now, those others that you've brainstormed, that's not lost. It's not wasted time because you're going to keep keep a record of those. Save those for next time. But you, a person can only... F- focus on a limited number of changes in their life at any given time. And, you know, there are various references that I've read that say three to five goals at a time is pretty much sufficient, um, is, is optimum. And you want to be balanced. So you're, you're considering each of those priority roles or relationships that are part of your life. And make sure you're not focusing all of your resources on one of them to the detriment of the others. Now, that being said, there are seasons of life. My oldest daughter has a brand new baby, so other goals of hers may wait for a while while she's focusing her time and energy on mothering a newborn and her other three little girls. You know, she's that's a that's a, a pretty big undertaking. It's very I mean, the baby's literally only about 3 weeks old. So you know, that's a season in her life where most of her energy and her time are focused on that activity. But that's a short season, and later on she'll pick up some of her other goals. Um, Make sure which of the the three to five goals that you choose, make sure you have a meaningful why for each of them. Why this and why this now? Really think about that. And we talked about that some in uh, episode four, that... There, there has to be a good reason why you take um, take on any particular goal. The why will keep you going when things get tough or when it gets boring or, you know, whatever. So keep that list, though, of the ones that you've brainstormed but aren't going to start right now. Defer them to next month or six months from now or, or 
a, a later date um, so that that time and energy and in, in thinking of those things isn't wasted and lost, but you're going to focus your attention on the three to five. You're going to write them down. You're going to refine them. Remember, you're going to make them smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And you're going to review them regularly. Those three to five goals that you've written down, um, put them on a, a three by five card that you can carry with you. Put them in an app uh, in Evernote or somewhere where you can... Um, have it. One of the cool things that you can do with Evernote is put an alarm on a note uh, so that it will ding at you and remind you. And uh, that little alarm can remind you to look at them. Maybe, you know, post them on the, the refrigerator or on the bathroom mirror, but you want to look at them regularly and you're going to uh, turn them into. Uh, break each monthly goal, for instance, those steps down into single actionable steps. We'll talk about that more in later episodes and put those specific things that you can do on your to-do list and, and schedule time to work towards doing those. Those things will um, help move you in the direction of achieving the goals that you set for yourself, accomplishing the, the long-term objectives that uh, reflect your priorities and your passions and get you where you want to go with your life, that whole concept of making a life that matters and focusing your time and attention on those things that really are important to you. Uh, the, so the bottom line is that spending some time and some thought to both identify and define your goals puts you on the path toward achieving them. So... Um, do you have a process or routine for setting goals? Is this something that you do regularly? Uh, is there an, a, a struggle that you have in the process of setting goals or, or choosing among them? I'd love it if you'd share your thoughts about this by going to theproductivewoman.com, find the show notes for episode five, and then scroll down to the comments section there and you know leave a question, leave a suggestion, a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Share your wisdom with the community uh, because I always look forward to hearing from you. The next episode, we're going to talk still more about goal setting. We're going to look at some suggestions about how to order your life to help you achieve those goals once you've set them. And we're going to talk about some of the obstacles that, that can arise to achieving your goals and how to overcome those things. As a reminder, we still have on the schedule in an upcoming episode to respond to a listener question about how to say no gracefully. So if you have any questions or suggestions about either of those topics, please uh, get them to me. You can email them to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or you can leave a voice message by going to the website, which is at Laura. McClellan.com. That's L A U R A hyphen or dash McClellan, M C C L E L L A N.com. And you'll see a pink tab on the right hand side of the website. And you can click on that and leave a voicemail. Make sure if you have a website or a blog, leave the URL for that with your message. And 
Um, if I use your question or suggestion in an upcoming episode, I uh, will um, give a little plug for your website as well. So uh, again, really want to hear from you. So that's it pretty much for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you again for spending this time with me. I hope you have found something in what I shared that will be helpful to you, something that you can put to use. If you do, if you go through this process, write and tell me about it or, you know, leave a message. Uh, I'd love to hear about it. If you're enjoying this podcast uh, and you haven't already subscribed, remember that you can subscribe to The Productive Woman in iTunes or in Stitcher at stitcher.com. Links to both of those are in the show notes, again, at theproductivewoman.com, episode 5. You can also click on uh, the iTunes or Stitcher icon in the right-hand sidebar of my blog at laura-mcclellan.com. Subscribing either through iTunes or Stitcher means that as each new episode gets put out there, it'll come straight to your computer or your smartphone as soon as it's released, so you'll have it right away. And if you think this podcast is worthwhile, I would be very grateful if you would consider posting a review of it, uh, of The Productive Woman, on iTunes. It really helps keeping the podcast visible, helps uh, people who haven't heard of it yet find it, and uh, join the discussion. And finally, on that point, please be sure to consider joining the conversation on Facebook. If you haven't already, you can look for The Productive Woman on Facebook. You can like the page, and you can leave a post there to to introduce yourself, um, ask a question, uh, post a topic for the community to weigh in on. As I've said probably ad nauseum at this point. I really I really want to make this a conversation. I want to learn from you as much as I want to share what uh, things I've learned. And I'm always eager to hear what you're struggling with in terms of productive uh, productivity, time management, organization. If there's something you'd like for me to address on a future episode or, uh, you know, another woman who's an expert that you think it would be uh, great for me to interview and get her in her suggestions, I will be doing some interviews in future episodes with um, productive women in various uh, areas of life. And so I'm open to suggestions for that. I want this to be helpful to you. And I also, again, want it to be a conversation. So please uh, join in that conversation. That's it, I guess, for this time. And until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.